Hi again, listeners. Um, it's great to have a chat again. And um, I think this time I'm going to uh, talk to you about woodpeckers. I think it's a good time to bring it about because, you know, woodpeckers, they're actually amazing birds in a lot of different ways. You know, there's, uh, one of the most amazing facts about uh, with these woodpeckers is that they're actually found everywhere on Earth except uh, Australia, New Zealand, Madagascar and extreme polar regions. So you can imagine how many <laughs> different species there are in the world. We have seven here in um, Southern Africa. They, uh, they, they're so remarkable. You know, they, they hem into wood for food, for making uh, nesting holes and even to communicate. And that's what I'll discuss just now. They have these beautiful bulls uh, with a very large base which actually works as a shock absorber. You can imagine them knocking away or hemming out wood all the time. Uh, it can be quite sore. So the other way they can actually cushion their blow is the fact that they have very small brains. And uh, these brains are actually cushioned within the skull uh, with a sort of pillow, sort of pillow of, of, of bone. So they, it's, it's, it's radical, it's incredible. Um, how these birds are actually designed. Uh, they've got actual a special little hinge between the nasal and, the, and the, the frontal bones of the scalp that actually dissipates the shock. <laughs> these delicate brains are cushioned. Can you imagine this, eh? Wow. And the other thing is they they also protect the eyes. You know, can you imagine, you know, with all the hammering away at the wood and all the bits of um, wood chips that are flying around, they have a very thin full, uh, film of a sort of a skin membrane that crosses the eyes just before impact and you know impact that's a new word for me impact <laughs> so you can imagine just the design on these birds it's just incredible i'm also going to mention their um, feeding techniques they have uh, these most incredibly long tongues that start above and behind the eyeballs you can imagine the head where the eyeballs are <clears throat> so it comes around uh, the back of the head right at the top of their their skull so it comes behind the eyeball, stretches along that skull, around um, around the back, and then into their mouths. I just hope you can picture this. It's like, you know, if you put your eyes up, facing your head, it's like from the top of your head, coming around the back of your head, down through into your mouth, and then out the front. Um, they're incredible because they 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 actually use these uh, long tongues to find you know insect trails under the box of trees. So they hammer around till they see these little like um, trails and they flick their tongues down there and they snake out of their mouths and they, some of them got little bobs but uh, they've, they've got a very gluey kind of spittle on these tongues which actually helps them catch you know, termites and or insects most of the time. The other unique uh, adaptions to woodpeckers is you know they've got these special feet. Uh, they've got four toes uh, but they've got two toes pointing forward and, and two facing backwards, so it's easy for them to grip on the side of the trees. But what makes them unique is, uh, if you look at your toes, you've got four toes, right? The first and the fourth toe point backwards, and the second and third toe actually face forward. So you can imagine this really helps them grip on the side of the bark of the trees as they move around all the time. And they also have these like reinforced tail feathers, you know, like almost like stiffened tails uh, which actually helps them to you know stay propped vertically on the side of the trees 
Oh man, I tell you what, these are absolutely amazing birds, and for for the purpose they have in life, you can imagine the way they adapt it. It's just brilliant. Yeah, woodpeckers are actually one of the few species that actually make holes in dry trees, actually for sort of nesting purposes, and they normally make these holes, you know, big enough to get one bird at a time, you know, for more protection. And uh, the strange thing is, you know, they'll only use these nests for for a year. They'll move to another tree for the next year. And once they move, these holes get inhabited by other species of birds. But it's just crazy, you think about it. They make all that work, make a hole in the, in the side of the tree, and then they sort of move on the next year to go make another hole in the tree. But but most of the trees they use are all dead, dry, dry trees. Um, and with all this working that they do, you can imagine all this hacking away at the bush and all that jobs, they, they must be, uh, they need a lot of energy. And, and, and to save energy, they have a, a unique way of flying. Uh, they kind of like have a bounding type flight whereby they you know, they flap their wings and get a bit of height and then basically freewheel fly, if you know what I mean. Uh, for away, come down and zoop, and then flap their wings again, go up again, and then then, then it just sort of glide again with their closed wings. Um, and uh, the other thing is each woodpecker species has its own unique call. And they also have a unique way of passing along messages. And now this is something that a lot of people don't know. And they, they drum on trees. You know, you sometimes you see them knocking away at a, at a dry, an old dry uh, tree. But, you know, they're actually not looking for food. But it's, it's a way of, of um, communicating. And, and, and each, each one of the different species of woodpecker has its own um, bass or the, the own sound. Uh, either quiet or louder or whatever the case may be, but they'll all be the same. And this is what they do sometimes. And um, it's just incredible, these birds. I really love them. Uh, but you can always know them. If you walk around the forest, you can hear them tapping away at the forest before you even see them. And then you can have a look at them a little closely. As I said before, there's seven different species of woodpecker in, in Southern Africa. And I'm going to split this into a chat between two parts. You know, one part, now I'm talking about, you know, them as a whole, and I'm going to actually talk about one of them, which is the only woodpecker, basically, in South Africa that's, that basically doesn't hang around in trees. And um, But next week I'll speak about the other six um, types of woodpecker that we do have here. Uh, but basically I'm going to start with the ground woodpecker that we have here in Southern Africa. Well, as I've sort of said earlier, it's the only woodpecker that's actually not associated with trees. It actually hangs out in, in, in rocky hills, you know, in grasslands. You see them in these uh, hills of beautiful grasslands and uh, these rocks that stick out and chat out. They love to sit on the edge of the rocks. They, they basically got like a greyish olive underparts, very pale eyes. And they've got like a pink washed breast. Um, you'll see them, they tend to dig around ant holes, you know, darting their long tongues down these um, holes, grabbing for pupae or ants. Most of the time, they kind of like make their nests in the side of a, a bank on the side that sort of normally goes downwards. But uh, they normally come out of their nests uh, quite early. They find a rock where they'll, you know, not really stand on it, but rather squat for a long time. And they'll just absorb the sun, angling their bills, you know, upwards uh, with their bellies on the rock, getting a bit of warmth there. But uh, that's how you'll find them most of the time if you look around. Well, you'll always hear them because they've got a fantastic call. Uh, but most of the time, one will stand guard 
all the others feed. Um, these uh, nests, as I said, they, they, they can dig them down to about a meter deeper, and um, they're normally down at an angle. Uh, the, the fun thing about these, these woodpeckers, the males, if you ever see the males going for a partner, they, they tend to make short, like, jinking flights. Um, then they call this, like, oh, it's a, like a top call. <laughs> and it lands in front of the female and starts spreading its wings in short bursts. Uh, they're really, really beautiful birds to hear and see. Um, I see them a lot when I, you know, every year I go to the Golden Gate area and do bird counts. I think I have mentioned that before. And I go there quite often. I think we go in January uh, for, a, for a long weekend and um, do a bird count there. Uh, they tend to lay eggs from around about July to December, but they normally peak in July and August. And, and both adults will brood and, and feed the young ones. And they have a very loud... A call, but you know what? Let me see if I can play it for you rather than try and imitate it. Right, I did say I'm going to try and get the sound of that uh, ground woodpecker for you, but uh, here it goes. You should be hearing it any time soon. Um, it's really a beautiful, loud call that they make. There you go. That's the that's um, the call, but it's a lot louder than that. Trust me. When you're in the when you're in the open, um, it's like this. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's that's all I'm going to be actually talking about now about these uh, beautiful woodpeckers. And I think what I'll do is next time I have a chat in two weeks' time, we'll talk about the other seven. I'll give you a quick synopsis on on, on each one, what they look like, and the the kind of calls, and where they actually where you might be able to find them. So, okay, guys, um, and folks out there who are listening to me, thank you for listening to me. Again, I say thanks. Um, I will stop now, and, uh, and then I'll say cheers. I'm actually going to the Kruger now for three weeks. Can you believe it? Looking forward to it in about two days' time. I'll bring you some, at some stage, I'll let you know what type of birds we found, something new maybe that I saw, something interesting. Um, so there we go. Until next time, from Big Al. Cheers and uh, happy birding.